All right, welcome back, all you prime time thoughts thinkers, all you prime time thoughts fans, and any other. Uh, if you're a newcomer to the podcast, if you're uh, coming back, you are a prime time thinker, and thank you for returning. Thank you uh, for returning to this episode. I can't remember the episode number at this exact moment, but uh, thank you for returning 69. to that. 69. Think. What? So I think it's sixty nine episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. Hey, if we're going off for a moment, episode sixty nine. Also closer to episode one hundred. Episode one hundred is going to be a good one. Episode one hundred is going to be every single body that was featured on the podcast is coming back. So we're going to have Andre, uh, our friend, uh, our friend of the podcast, the wrestler. He's going to be back. We're going to have Trey. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, we're gonna have Trey and Brandon, a uh, bunch of college buddies of our college brothers, uh, Pike brothers. They're gonna be back, and we're also gonna have uh, Jared's gonna be back on the podcast. So, looking forward to that uh, episode 100. But that's 31 episodes away. So for this episode, we're gonna be talking about uh, Last Chance You, the Netflix series, uh, season five. We're going to be talking about Adam Cole versus a uh, former Colt uh, punter, New, uh, New England Colt punter, Pat uh, Mac- McAfee. McAfee. McAfee uh, at uh, NXT TakeOver 30. We're going to be talking about what's next for the Pelicans because they lost to, uh, they lost today. And today was basically do or die for the Pelicans. They, they could be facing elimination if the Blazers win. Uh, later tonight, and then, and then uh, we're gonna be talking about TJ Ward. Uh, TJ Ward has been one of the players that's been balling out in the bubble. Uh, it's good for him; he's saving his career. But he's been balling out in the bubble, so we're gonna be talking about his game while in the bubble. We're gonna be talking about Devin Booker and the Suns. The depth uh, they're currently undefeated, and. Loki, I think they deserve the play-in game, but uh, we we gonna get into that later. We also might we also gonna be talking about like should Devin Booker uh go to another team, and then lastly we gonna talk about the merch once more and uh, just close out the episode. But uh, let's let's dive right into the uh, first topic of the of the episode. Uh, so last chance, you Troy, what's your uh, thoughts on last chance, you season five? Thought it was completely trash. Um, there's really nothing to highlight about the uh, the season other than the, the coach was really cool, but they only focused on like four players. Didn't really explain where anybody went or what they're doing. It was just kind of empty. Like normally at the like you have this last episode after every season where they do like a whole episode about how. The smaller players that didn't really get a lot of shine are doing the mid-tier players, the star play. Like the only we know about the cornerback, he's going to Oregon State, uh, and like the running back that played quarterback, he's going to Hawaii or some shit like that. And other than that, like we don't know nothing. You could Google some of the players and find out, but they just didn't tell us. So let me give the season an F, F minus at best. And uh, yeah. That's my thoughts on it. Ramon, what you got? 
It was all right. It definitely wasn't like that great. It wasn't like the worst. Basically, one of the worst seasons compared to like all the other seasons. I like some of the characters that they had. You know, some of the people that they had, the Dior's, the cornerback Rajon, and the offensive lineman New. I think RJ RJ definitely should have got more involved. Where well, they should have got him more involved in the offense. I think they could have. Their offense would have been way better. They had no quarterback play. Their quarterback play was terrible. All, all the quarterbacks that they had was horrible, in my opinion. And uh, the coach, the coach is dope. He's one probably the best coach out of all the seasons. But what his wife said about moving out, I think San Diego or some some part, where she was like it was too white. That was. That was kind of that was kind He's of random. Wrong. I mean, yeah, but it was this just random as hell to randomly say, pretty much. Uh, so what I thought about season five, it was uh very uh, shoot that light, this lighting though. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do something about this lighting eventually one day. Uh. But what I thought about season five it was very lackluster. There wasn't like, there wasn't like any wow factors like the like the previous season had. Uh, like like Troy said, they was barely talking about any of the uh, players. Uh, it was like more focused on the coach, and the coach was cool. The coach was all right. I kind of did like what he said to the players, like at the at the last episode, how he was t- telling them something like. Oh, you might be a D two. You might be a D one walking and shit like that. I was like, "Damn, dude! They're like, it's kind of your fault why these players are like not really like shot at how they're supposed to." Because I really felt bad for like that. Uh, not really felt bad, but I really felt like the the white guy, uh, white yeah. receiver RJ, he should have got yeah. the ball. He, he should have got the. Yeah. He got he got a bad rap and he should definitely got the ball more because uh Walker Scott he he was missing some of those uh catches and you, it's like how do you start and you only have fifteen catches on the season you played all the games out of like ten games or whatever how many games it was and you only get fifteen catches and you're a starting receiver on top of the number one receiver got had to play quarterback for like four games and you still only wind up with fifteen catches. For the year, that's bogus. Yeah, bro. Like that—that's crazy to be like. If if you're if the number one receiver Walker Scott moves the uh, moves the quarterback, then RJ should be like the number one receiver now. So he definitely should got more catches. But I, I, that was just crazy to be. Uh, I I really I really couldn't tell what what happened to like some of the star guys after after the uh, episode like because like what Troy said like the last episode really left you like wait wait what's going on with some of these players? They didn't even know Murray State had a football team. They said dude went to Murray State. New the lineman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I'm like Murray State. I'm like they got a football team. Right. Yeah, all those basketball, oh, hey. those basketball schools, they all got like D two football teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murray State. The only reason why I remember Murray State possibly have a football team is because of uh, Ja, and because uh, Ja went to did Ja go to uh, 
Yeah. Did go to uh yeah he went to yeah, basketball. Right. So, yeah. I don't know where yeah. But for uh, the most part, for the most part, season five lackluster. Uh, if you if you can stomach it, uh, watch it if you can. If you know if you just like damn like nah not really. I'm just gonna wait to like last chance you turn to basketball. I like could be last chance. Watch watch that. Uh, it it, it definitely could have been better. They sh- they could have went to back to East Mississippi. Uh, or what was the first school they went to? It wasn't East. That was it. It, it was East Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. they could have definitely went back to East that Mississippi bad, one more that time. Reasons, but, yeah, uh, I thought it was funny how uh, Dior had like it seemed like he wore the same Rugrats shirts. Or was it just me? In the majority of the episodes. No, nah, he kept wearing the same stuff. <laughs> you know, like yo, how many? Like you don't got nothing else. And I thought that was kind of his his dad that was making him go to school wearing a dress and then like shaving his head and having him go to school. I'm like, I don't know if you can like discipline your kid, but that's not the way. Yeah, that that was definitely not the way. Then he was like, oh, he was having the kid tackle uh, trees to make sure he could uh, test out the pads. I'm like, there's another way to this. Not tackle a tree. I can see the haircut thing for like maybe a day and then after that it's like come on yeah but the, whole, the, the, the dress the dress is a little bit too much like bruh uh and then so, I, I, that's kind of messed up like he didn't want to help it's like I'm pretty sure the coaches knew why you think they talked about it on one episode I'm like Y'all could have helped him with some type of housing or an extended stay or something. Y'all could have. Y'all best player on offense. You got him sleeping in his car. Even though other players are probably, you know, a lot of them was probably sleeping in the car. But your top offensive player, you should have found a way, I think, to get him some housing in some way. They probably should. In my opinion. Uh, Troy, the last day, uh, last day was on last chance you. Yeah, instead of going to basketball, they should just scrap the show and move on. I I just don't see nothing for the show. It's just it's it's dead. It's been pretty dead since the end of season three. They whatever school they pick, it has to be like you have to go back to like it being more probably less about basketball and tell more of the story, I think, for that basketball to work out. I think you you could do one season. I give you like one, maybe two seasons of basketball, but then if that shit if that shit's dead, then that kill the show. I think it's interesting. Back back, back, back. Nah, don't switch it back uh-huh. to football. You 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 ran football dry for five seasons. Uh, you're done with football. Switching to basketball. Yes, the, the writing's terrible. I mean, they pretty much they they had it. They had some going good the first two seasons. Season three kind of got off the train tracks, but because the team had such a comeback story, it left that fire in there. And then season four was just a complete disaster. And they're, they're just at this point, they're just they're relying on the fucking the original fans who've been there from the start, like myself, to continue to. 
think you got to get the right mixture of like players and like coach coaches. You have to get the right personalities somehow for that to work out again. To work to work out in basketball for sure. You can't have it no type. You can't have no basketball season come up and then it's basically this type of this type of team. You know, with only like two good players, two great players, and then everybody else kind of like average or not getting a shot, and then like a decent coach, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, let's move on to the next one. This is going to be very interesting to see what they do with last chance. Man. But let's uh, move on to the next topic. Uh, Adam Cole versus uh, Pat McKinnon at NXT, at, uh, NXT TakeOver. Ramon, you brought up this topic. Dive us into this. I think, well, obviously, it's a random, it's random as hell, but it's a way for them to get basically more fans, more eyeballs to the product because Pat McAfee works for ESPN. And he, he, they can do cross promotion that way. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had, because I think Adam, obviously, Adam Cole has nothing really left in NXT to do. So I think he gets moved up to the main roster. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have Pat McAfee somehow steal a win, somehow win, and then gets beat down afterwards. Uh, I could definitely say that this is a weird match. Uh, this this match will get some people into watching NXT. But it's not gonna get me watching NXT, because uh, you have do NXT takeover because you have to watch it on uh, WWE Network, and myself or Jared does not have the WWE Network right now, so I think I'm just gonna, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna spend my Sunday watching something else than watching an old football punter versus uh, an old guy that's been wrestling for a while. Uh, now maybe if Keith Lee has a good match, has a good matchup, then I'll watch that Keith Lee matchup. But other than that, or watch who's gonna be uh the North American champion. Other than that, I this this match is definitely not drawing me to watch NXT uh watch Takeover. So the, you come up, you gotta do better. Uh, I know they could do better with that. Troy, what you got on the match? Uh, all right. Let's start off the podcast with another uh, a good one. I'm giving it an F minus. Yep. Yep. That's hey. about all I got for you. I, I don't understand it. I'm not sure what the point is. Like NXT is supposed to build up to the, NXT is the G League, right? You're supposed to build up talent so you can send them to the WWE. Why is Pat McAfee there? He already has a name. You might as well just send him to the WWE and just let him get squashed. Please. Yep. I, I, it just it seems like a waste. Yeah. And then at one point they were like, oh, NXT is supposed to be the third brand. This is this is supposed to be the brand that eventually takes over for launch like that. Man, this shit right. ain't even on TV, bro. Miss me with that. F No, nah, it's, it's on TV. It's on USA. Oh, it's on a- Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I thought you yeah. used to have to watch that shit through the network. 
Nah, nah, nah. It's all USAA uh, on Wednesdays because of AEW being on uh, whatever fucking channel AEW is on. TNT, uh, right? TNT. I, yeah, yeah. TNT, TNT, TNT. Uh, yeah, so now they have a Wednesday Night Wars. You know how, you know how fucking WWE used to go through uh, Monday Night Wars with uh. Yeah, so WWE now we got, Wednesday, we got Wednesday Night Wars, but wow. it's, it's up and coming versus mid, so uh, F minus. Yep. It's, not even, it's not even a war. They've been losing the, the rare yeah, war. Just, like, know, every, what, what, yeah, I don't understand that. If anything, you're taking away from your viewership, so I'm going yeah. I'm to I'm start it off with a turkey. That's another F minus. <laughs> we got three F minuses to start it off. Shout out to the WWE for doing a dig. All right. Other than <laughs> these F Let's go on to the Pelicans, man. Oh, Lord. I, I don't know what to do with the... I don't know what to do and say about the Pelicans anymore. Like, they, they came out so lack... They came... Again, they came out so lackluster. Like, no effort in that first half. They, uh... Freaking! Uh, the only reason why they were they were able to get back in the game was because uh, Derek White he got hurt and he didn't come back in the second half uh, because he he was just able to drive. He was he was shooting all along the perimeter. It, it was like if if White didn't go down, that would that would have been a blowout. That wouldn't have been close as it was. Uh, and it like. The only person that really showed effort was JJ Reddick. Everybody else was just like going through the motions to me. So, uh, Ramon, what you got? Uh, definitely they got potential. I just got, like I said, I tweeted about it. Got to make some new, uh, got to make some tweaks, some different players in there. Probably uh, see if maybe shop Drew. See what you can get for Drew. Um, Jackson Hayes should definitely be our starting center next year. Even though I don't know how that would work with Derek Favors there making all that money. Derek Favors is one, on a one year. Get rid of Derek Favors. Is it Derek Favors on a one year? I think he's on a one um, year. Yeah, it's just, yeah, his his contract's up. Alright, Okay, well don't don't bring him back. Unless he wants to come off the bench. If he wants to stay and come off the bench for a decent price, that could work. But Jackson Hayes should be our starter. And go after obviously in the draft, the targets, the draft targets would probably be Lamelo Ball for me. Um Isaac Okoro, small forward. Shooting guard, six six, like two fifteen. Guard like one through like four, or killing in Hayes. Point guard, combo guard, six five. Out of over, he's overseas. I think he's out of France. Bruh, if you really think about it, the Pelicans really don't need another guard. They have a new small forward. They they really like it roster roster rise. They're set except for center. Like you need a backup center that 
you actually trust the play. But hold on, let, let me uh let's let's get Troy in here before we really start looking at that roster. All right. What you think about time? What you thought about tonight? I got game? some shit to say. Uh, first off, uh, I'm gonna give the Pelicans through their first six games in the bubble an F minus. Uh, there's not really anything to uh, say that they did well. They beat the Grizzlies, who they should have beat. They beat the Wizards, who they should have beat, and they lost two teams. They 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 should have beat Utah Clippers. I can understand that. Kings and Spurs, absolutely unacceptable. If the Spurs would have had LaMarcus Aldridge, they would have been up by 60 points at halftime because he would have dropped 38 on Derek Favors in the first half. Derek Favors can't guard a fucking paper bag right now. He's so slow. Just garbage. As far as offseason, we need a wing defender who can shoot threes. And the only reason I say that is so that guy, hopefully a veteran, can teach our wings how to defend and shoot threes because obviously even though the production should be there it's not we could use a shooting guard behind drew so that he can take over for drew in three years mellow ball and we absolutely without a doubt unquestionably have to have a rim protector that doesn't have to stay under the basket on offense miles turner yeah so yeah the ideal offseason, I'm trading Drew Holiday for Miles Turner. If I can't get that done, I have nothing else. Uh, Drew Holiday has no other place to go, in my opinion. I feel like he'd be a decent addition to, to the Pacers because they got Sabonis and they pretty much just need four guys who can run. Drew Holiday can help with that. And uh, yeah, if we can't make that trade happen, then Drew Holiday can just stay. So, rim protector, wing shooter. That can defend a little bit. That's about what we need. I have no idea about the oh, yeah. market on wing shooters, so yeah. I was I forgot to say um Kenny Atkinson for head coach. And please get Kenny Atkinson. I don't want nobody Kenny else. Atkinson. If, if you at me on Twitter with Mark Jackson, you're blocked. Uh Jason Kidd, you're blocked. Tyron mm-hmm. Lou, you're blocked. Mm-hmm. Becky Hammond, you're blocked. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Becky, Becky can work. Becky can work now. She can work. I have no problems with Becky Hammond. If Atkinson is already gone. If Atkinson's on the board and they choose Becky Hammond, blocked. F minus. Okay, okay, okay. That's understandable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kenny Atkinson has to be your first choice, and then Becky, and then, like, I wouldn't even go for Jason Kidd. Or, nice. or, I wouldn't I wouldn't here's the thing though. Don't bring back uh Alvin Gentry at all. Don't matter. Don't don't matter what it is. Don't bring him back. Ty Lue, don't go get him. Jason Kidd, don't get him. Like look for look for some college coaches. Somebody's knocking at my door. I hope it's about my truck smart out of home. college guys. Calipari, but he would never go. I'm looking at the three and D wing market at the moment, and it is incredibly dry. There is absolutely nothing there. 
Yeah, he probably got to draft somebody. Like I said, I think Isaac Okoro, he's six, six. He's more of a small four. He can play power four, but I think you could easily, like if you move Drew, you could easily throw him at the two if you draft him or slide Ingram to the two and run him at the three. He got to improve on his three-point shooting, though, but... And as far as wings, bench players, if you want another shooting guard to start or a bench player, Tyrese Maxey, shooting guard, well, guard out of Kentucky, can get buckets. Kent Bazemore at the mid-level exception, I'd be okay with that. 6'5", decent length, he can shoot the three, and he's a solid defender. Give him a two-year deal, yeah, and that would be a, a, a solid fit. can somehow get a... Maybe somebody like a Torian Prince how to get him off the Brooklyn Nets somehow. It could work. Yeah, I mean, trade market's definitely an option. Let's see who the Pacers have. Let's see who the Pacers have. Oh, the Depot on the Pelicans would be nice, but I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't think that one's going to happen, to be honest. Wouldn't mind it, but don't see it happening. That's yeah. That's mean in high school. He's pretty good. Yeah, like I said, Lamelo, Killian Hayes. Whoever gets Killian Hayes is gonna be nice. As long as he doesn't want to like the Cavs. Cavs and maybe the Pistons, then that might be kind of down. You know? Lonzo needs to work with a shooting coach. He needs to get his jumper better. Be more aggressive. Lonzo's form solid. He just He's just not... The bubble's not working for him. He got to get more aggressive. Him at UCLA was a completely different player. Even though that was college, plenty of college players, but he played different. He was aggressive, like to go for it. Seems like now he's just pretty much just out there playing. In my opinion. Devin Booker on the phone. All right, what were y'all talking about? Uh, Booker's cool, but I I wouldn't make that trade. Wait, what trade? Devin Booker. For what? Talking about the Pelicans. I I just I think it would cost too much, and it just I'm not sure it's what we need. Devin Booker, he's really really good offensively. He's pretty much Bradley Beal, but. Doesn't really help you defensively, so. Mm-mm, don't break that trade. You you could develop a guy to uh, a Devin Booker. Like I like I like what Walker was doing uh, tonight. 
I like what Walker was doing tonight, except for like he needs to like calm down a little bit because there was there was one point where he cost like two or three turnovers uh, off of bad passes, and then but his offensive game, like his shooting wise and uh, and slashing, that was pretty good. So Jackson Hayes was on fire. I was I kept every time I was like, bro, why doesn't Jackson Hayes start? Why does Jackson Hayes uh, play more? Why, why, why does why does an Okafort play? Gentry, Gentry's rotations F minus. It's true. Let's say it is. Uh, we got less than ten minutes left. Uh, so y'all already talked about T.J. Ward. I'm assuming. No, but T.J. Warren, he can get that oh, minus. He's a what? He, he gets the A minus. He's he's been very solid. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, he was he was always a solid player in Phoenix, getting like eighteen to twenty a game. I guess he didn't get the ball enough because with Devin Booker and whoever else the Phoenix had at the time. But he's playing outrageous. It's crazy. The Miami Heat uh, matchup should be very nice. Him versus yep. Jimmy Butler. Yep, and we're gonna have uh, we got uh, Jimmy Butler is probable, probable, and uh, uh, Dragic is questionable, and Kendrick Dunn is on quarantine because he's back in the bubble, so it's gonna be a good matchup come Monday. Oh, he did come back? I don't know what the hell he did. Yeah, it just got it got nice, it got lost the next. He probably, he probably just won that out for a little bit. That's all. Like, all right. Probably really wasn't that Okay, so here's a here's something Bleacher Report just tweeted out. Lazo Ball in the bubble is five. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna round it up. Six points per game. Basically, uh, like six and five, six, right? Five, yeah, six, yeah. five, uh, seven, twenty-eight. Oh no, twenty six for the field, nineteen from three, and the Pelicans are two and four. Yeah, y'all definitely not what you want to see, but at the end of the day, you you know what Lonzo can give you. He gave you fifty something games this year of really solid performance. I wouldn't take six games in a very odd situation. I wouldn't let that be the outlier. I, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. I think yeah, he's, he's not. Lost. He's way better than that. I think he just lost he's out on some money that he could possibly get, though. Well, he, next year is his contract year, so if he wants max dollars, he better give up, give out max performance. If he don't give out max performance, I'm still willing to keep him, but the price goes down. Definitely. Like, I got lots of balls for my... 16 and 10. For next year, I got Lonzo Ball as my uh, most improved player candidate. Candidate, not winner, just a candidate. Hold on, yeah. uh, did y'all did y'all see? I was just about to get into that. The the most improved player uh, candidates. Did y'all see that shit? Uh, I understand. Yeah, um... I understand. I understand. Bi. I understand. Bam. But Luca. I, I knew the media was gonna no, give it to yeah. Luca because because like he's he's a favorite he's a fan favorite and he's a media. Devontae Graham went from should have four definitely have like definitely got 
Yeah, I, just, way more I think it's dumb on. because you you automatically know Luca as the, the one of the top picks, as good as he was, was expected to make that leap. Brandon Ingram had a rough three years, had a blood clot that damn near ended his career, and then for him to come out and be an All Star, that's pretty surprising. Not from a talent at not from a talent perspective, because you knew it was always there because he was drafted second for a reason. But when you combine all the situations with it, you know, that's what elevates Brandon Ingram in my opinion. I'm not just saying that as a Pelicans fan, but Donches was the rookie of the year last year. He averaged twenty points a game. Yeah, he has an MVP level season, but I mean he that's not a, unexpected. I mean he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna fall off in your two. I just I don't feel like Doncic fits that category because I feel like if you average twenty points a game, you shouldn't be in the most improved player category the next year. Like I don't I don't see the purpose. Like twenty points per game. What do you mean? Twenty? You get like 18, 18 and up. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be up there unless you make just an astronomical leap. Like say you average twenty a game, and the next year you average thirty four. At that point, I'd say, okay, I understand that. Yeah, facts. Very true. Um, then at that point, you're in consideration for Devontae Graham, just so everybody could see how, like, hear the numbers and see how much he improved. He went from uh, four points a game to 18 points a game. He went from two assists a game to eight assists a game. He went from 38 per. 38% for tw- no, I'm sorry, 28% from three to 37% from three. So that's a huge leap in the in the NBA when you go when you improve your three like that. Uh, and even Luca was saying, take me off the list, put uh, Graham on there. I don't deserve to be on the list. And these are Luca's old words, and he's a finalist. Uh, Dwayne Wade said, "Wait, so those numbers aren't good enough to be a finalist for most improved? I even just a winner, just a finalist." And then uh, Jamal Crawford said, "Your peeps know what's uh keep grinding, respect." So like in actual NBA players, like former and current NBA players, uh, anybody that actually like truly loves the game of basketball, we all understand. Like Lu- Lucas definitely should be on this list. That should definitely be grand spot. So My thing like, is, why is it only three finalists? Why, why, why couldn't it be four finalists for each of the awards? It's, I don't know. The NBA, always, the NBA always puts it down to three. Stupid. It, at one point, it was five. And now it went down to three. I don't know why there's any finalists. Just line up fucking whatever your panel is of people to vote. They can vote for any person in the league. Whoever wins. Oh, I don't understand why you need a finalist. Uh, next episode, we're going to uh, go through the NBA awards list, the finalists, and then we're going to say our predictions. But uh, to pretty much uh, close out this episode, they, uh, anybody else got anything else? Like remote? Any shout outs or anything? Be on the lookout for the merch. It's coming. <laughs> Winter um, is coming. Yeah. Raw, Raw Underground looks weird as hell. I don't know if I mentioned that. Whatever. Yeah, that Raw Underground shit looks dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's 
kind of it's like weird, but it's like cool at the same time. Depending on who they, obviously, if they could randomly get broccoli and then it randomly pop up one night and like beat everybody up. That's some old F type shit. Yeah, Samoa Joe, if he's not injured by filming a commercial again, he could probably get in there, get some women in there. I thought I think Samoa Samoa Joe's about to start coming back, but he's feuding with uh, Seth Rollins and the rest of them. Whatever that retribution group is, hopefully it's some actual decent NXT wrestlers or form or like wrestlers that's not being used, like Ricochet or Mustafa Ali or somebody like that. Maybe you get Ronda to be in part of that group if that would work. Uh, Troy? Oh, you said the birch. Winter is coming. If you don't get your birch, you get an F minus. Yo, get your birch. Uh, we already have one little fucking hater that's hating on the birch. Uh, but even though that the one that we are showing on all our social medias, that's just a preview of it. When the guy actually comes out and makes the shirts and, and sends it to out of via remote, then we're gonna post like, hey, this is the actual shirt and shit like that. So, the only thing that's final is the logo. I mean, placement's gotta be there. And... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna get switched around and stuff like that. But to, to say there, to send a message to me and say it looks like a Jimmy Dodd shirt, like, you're just a hater, bro. At the end of the day, you're a hater. And the merch is still fire. It's still going to look fire. It's worth the money. $25. It is that simple. I mean, it's, it's, it's a simple logo, straight to the point. I, got, I mean, I understand why people could say it looks like Jimmy John's, but if you really compare the two, mine's got a lot more detail. Jimmy John's is mostly just black and white. Facts. Uh... But hey, merch coming December the second. And with that being said, peace out and see y'all for episode seventy. Deuces. <laughs>